0: because it's the way I, I feel like I see the world as well. Like the, He looks up to the night sky, it, you know, that scene where they're lying on the grass and he looks up yes. to the night sky and he's like, it's not a black sky, it's a sky full of color and it's full of like shapes and swirls and um, it's full of light.
1: Hello and welcome to Who Gives a Flux, a Doctor Who podcast. My name is Mike and here is part two of my conversation with Alex, who has had the very difficult task to choose, an honourable mention story, a dud episode and a stud episode per New Who Doctor. In part one, Alex chose episodes for the 9th and 10th Doctors and we heard Alex's honourable mention and dud for the 11th Doctor. And here's part two, where I start by asking Alex to divulge which Eleventh Doctor story made it to the top spot. Which story is Alex's stud?
0: Talking of sad things, my stud is Vincent and the Doctor now.
1: Oh, um,
0: because again, I didn't. I really didn't appreciate it at the time because um, what was it? It was 2010, so I was probably about 16, no, 15 okay. when I watched it. Okay. Um, Show my age, yeah. And um, I didn't really, I didn't really appreciate mental health stories that much at the time. Like, I, um, you know, when I was quite young. Um, it, I, I didn't like resonate with the episode as much. No, I think
1: it was a different conversation as well at the time, wasn't it? It wasn't perhaps as prevalent as it is now.
0: Yeah, and I you think know? as well at, at the time, I kind of went. I remember thinking because it, it it spends like the first thirty minutes with the monster and the action, and then the last twenty really on that story beat of Vincent. Um, and I just remember thinking like, oh, that's it. They've defeated the monster. And then <laughs> spent that whole, like, last 20 minutes and I didn't appreciate it at the time. And now every time I go back to it, I cry so Oh, it's so sad. And I really appreciate the whole entirety of the episode now. Not just, yeah. not just um, that last bit, but the whole, like, Amy's got something sad in her and, like, she doesn't know quite what it is. She That's doesn't right. recognise that she's sad, That's um, right obviously because she has that Rory-sized hole in her. Um, yes, and the fact that Vincent can see that, and it's just the it's something. But it, even if I go into the YouTube video for this episode, right, it shows like the clip of them visiting the museum, um, Bill Nye delivering that outstanding speech that just makes you cry every time. Oh, it does. It really does. Um, perfect casting. Getting Bill Knight to do that, by the way. Yeah, he Absolutely perfect. phenomenal. Yeah. Um, does a good Welsh accent too. I've seen him in Pride, and he does a fantastic Welsh accent in that. He um, does.
1: Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I have to go back and watch that, actually. I haven't watched Pride for a long time. Watching it, it tomorrow. Really... I'm convincing oh, good to watch it. Good
0: shouts. Yeah, it's a good film. Um. Yeah, so they cast Bill Nighy perfectly for that, and um, yeah, the, so the YouTube video cuts off when they drop Vincent back, and they don't do that, I think, the devastating scene right at the end, where they go back to the museum, and Amy's like, oh, he's going to painted so many other paintings, he's going to, like, oh. we've revitalised we've revitalized his life, like, this is it, this is this is going to be the start of something really amazing. And then they go back and you just hear Bill Nye saying again, Vincent van Gogh committed suicide um, at the age of 30 something, 37. Oh, maybe. it's so tragic. And it's that moment for Amy of like, Oh, we didn't make a difference. And the doctor's like, no, but we did. It's just, we did. it's that thing about depression of depression never goes away, but you've, you've just added to the good things though. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that, that whole like, Story of mental health of um, how important it is and how it is a constant battle. You can't just have that one good day and then it's all fixed, you know. No, no, um, and it's it's such a
1: real representation of yeah. of that of mental health and the struggles that people can go through. And it's Definitely. it's beautiful and tragic and wonderful and horrible, and it does tick all those boxes. And I completely understand why it's just a episode. The performances are amazing.
0: I think as well, like, this is something that just came to my head just now. Usually, obviously, these episodes um, are underscored by Murray Gold, and Murray Gold's fantastic work. um, Like, we see I Am The Doctor and Amy's theme and all that. Yeah. But, actually, one of the most powerful things in this episode, which I don't think is done on Doctor Who much, is that we had a pop song. A song. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it just occurred to me, like, because i go back and listen to that song by itself because it just hits me like i always think about vincent and the doctor because of that song like the, yeah the opening bars of that and it, I, you might know the the term is like diegetic sound where um it's when they come out the it's being played on that radio so the characters can hear that song as well so it's like oh okay we can, yes we hear the song they hear the song um I think that's called Bologetic yes. Sound or something. Oh, that's cool. I that's cool. I did, um, but Yeah, the, the fact that, that that's what leads into the song. It's just such a like, yeah, it pulls on your heartstrings, that song. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, oh, and what, what a with, moment of TV, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think
0: there, as well, just a highlight of that episode is I love the way that they describe Vincent seeing the world and um, because it's the way I, I feel like I see the world as well. Like the, He looks up to the night sky, it, you know, that scene where they're lying on the grass and he looks up to yes. the night sky and he's like, it's not a black sky. It's a sky full of colour and it's full of like shapes and swirls and um, it's full of light. And you see that in, every time I go to a museum, I always go to Vincent van Gogh paintings because yeah. they're just full of colour, full of expression. They are, yeah. Um, and full of life almost and yeah I, I, could, I could wax lyrical about this all day oh it's but just again, so emotional it's one of those ones again that I didn't didn't appreciate at the time and now with hindsight it's one I go back and watch it means and a it's lot one of the, it means a lot and it, it, it was a good again like just in terms of character as well it's a good episode for Amy as well just it is
1: of, it's um I, I I love the um I love the way that they brought Rory into their story, <laughs> but it was also yeah. nice to see just Amy and the Doctor
0: having adventures as well. Um, yeah. and, had they had yeah, they had Amy's choice at that point, didn't they? So Amy, I believe so. Yes, yeah, because Amy had that thing at the start of the season where she was like the Doctor or Rory, Doctor or Rory, and then. Amy's choice, obviously. Um, I think that was the that was the turning point of going. Oh, it's Rory. It's always Rory. Yes. Which oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't mention it here because it's used, It's a strong episode. It's just the certain part of it I don't like. Asylum of the Daleks. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm swiveling around. That's but, fine. It's timey wimey. It's timey wimey. Uh, it's just what we were talking about. Amy and Rory's story because it's so strong, and it still, it still gets me that they just split them up in the Asylum of the Daleks when it, it feels like for no reason,
1: <laughs> for just yeah. the sake of
0: having drama. Just for drama, yeah, for the drama. I'm like, this is Aww. they've been through so much, and Rory's waited two thousand years, and she's like made seen him die so many times. It seems they, completely frivolous, and they just split them up. Yeah, just because like she can't have kids, and Rory always wanted kids, it's like that's not a reason. No, <laughs> it doesn't I make know. sense to their characters, and and it but happened off screen as well, and it just it's, <sighs> that, that, it like that made it feel very empty. I don't know if you watched Pond Life because Pond Life was that whole. It happened off screen, but they did that mini series before the season.
1: I think I've seen it um, once. I
0: haven't gone back. Yeah, it, it still didn't really explain it particularly well. Um, but yeah. I, 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 I didn't mention it in the duds because the actual episode was really strong, and I loved Clara. Oh, Oswald! Yes. Should I say Os- yes. Um, yes. Os- Oswin. Oswald? Oswin. Yes, yes. Oswald. Oswald. Yes. Yeah. And like the reveal of her, like again, it's another one. I listened to Carmen, and I'm like, oh, sweet Vega. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Can't get away from that.
1: Oh, yes. oh, um, that's cool. Let's plow on then to. The Twelfth Doctor, which is one of my favourites. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm really intrigued to know, what are your honourable
0: mentions for Peter Capaldi?
1: Hmm.
0: So Peter Capaldi was a harder one because again it, the episodes are starting to get like they were starting to get quite experimental I feel at this point. So obviously you had um, Series 8 which had no two-parters apart from I think the last the series finale, is that right? That's right, yes, I believe so. And then people critiqued that, and then series nine had nothing but two parters apart from two episodes. Yes. Um, and then series 10, I think, was a... Series 10 was a weird one, because that had a, a mid-series arc with the whole... It did! Um, it had three episodes. Blind. Yes, it did. Um, but I think I've ex- I've expressed this before, but um, Phil is my favourite... Uh, one of my favourite companions. Um, I just loved... The breath of fresh air that she brought. Oh, she um, did. But I'll get into that in a minute. So, the honourable mention I'd say is Dark Water, Death in Heaven. So that first, the first Series two eight part of. finale. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I quite yeah, I quite enjoyed this one. Um, I liked the build up of Missy, especially like the mis- like the mystery around her. Even though, you know, it's one of those things. I'm trying to remember. Did I was I surprised that she was the master? Um, were you surprised yeah I'm trying to remember back now was I surprised I don't think so like maybe I suspected or I was do you know what it was maybe one of those things I was like is she the master or is she the Rani I knew that she was probably yes. going to be one of the other yes um, it, it was one of those moments of like she's going to be a time lord she's going to be one of the two Um. I know that the, it's become a bit of a meme now where, whenever there's a mysterious character, Time Lord, you're like, it's the Rani. <laughs> it's the <Ronnie>. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone really wants the Rani to come back. Like, people are saying Jinx Monsoon's going to be the Rani in the next season. And you Which... know what? I, I see it. Yeah, I can see it too. <laughs> I can see I, it too. Like, I'm really sad that, um, obviously, Kate O'Mara. I don't know, if, have you seen any of the Rani episodes? Yet? I
1: actually haven't, no, but I'm aware
0: of the Rani, and I've listened to some interviews and things, so... Yeah, so she's she's only in those two episodes, but I think Kate O'Mara kind of steals the show a wee bit. Um, mm. And it's going to be hard to see the Rani played by another character. But Somebody I think James else. could do it. Um, I agree. I think big, uh, Sinister
1: and Fabulous... You know, big platform boots to fill, (laughs) yes, absolutely. But Dark Water and Death and Heaven is a really interesting so it's so like when I watched series eight for the first time, um, I wasn't sure about Peter Capaldi as the doctor, and I think that I went through a similar situation when Matt Smith took over. I was like, Oh, it took me a long time to get into Matt, and actually, when Matt and Clara got together, it was when I finally kind of clicked with the 11th Doctor. Yeah, it took me a little while. I really, really love his kind of kookiness and actually going back and watching him now and how zany and mad he is. I really enjoy the 11th Doctor, actually. But um, it took a little while. And with um, Capaldi, it was the same. It took me a little while to get into the 12th Doctor. Um, So this first series, for me, I kind of watched as they were on tv um but they were sort of i watched them and then didn't go back and re-watch them like i used to do so i felt like oh perhaps this isn't my doctor perhaps this isn't my era perhaps i just i I need to i'm watching out of routine rather than watching out of like i can't wait to watch the next one i wasn't really feeling it and dark water and death in heaven had um those three very sinister words um, and a, and a, a quite a dark story, really, and quite a difficult, difficult uh, subject matter, and I, a, a creepy, really creepy. And yeah. having the all the bodies that are buried currently being upgraded to Cybermen, and you know things like that, it was just quite yeah. a, a, quite a dark watch. And I think I watched it and thought, oof, that was dark. And I don't think I went back and rewatched this series for a really, really, really long time. Um, okay. when Series 9 came around there were two partners and um, Clara and the 12th Doctor had a fantastic um rapport i kind of re- i really got into it more and i was like oh okay i'm enjoying this now again this feels a bit more like the doctor who i want to see yeah. and f- furthermore when bill comes in i was like i'm fully on board now Twelve doctor's amazing i love bill and I, it really took quite a long time for me to get there but i really did and now going back to watch Dark water and death in heaven. I still find as quite a quite a difficult watch. I don't remember it as well as other series finales. But um, funnily enough, um, Greg, who I spoke to as well, he loves these two episodes. Yeah,
0: he, he
1: loves
0: them. I see what you mean. And uh, I now that you're you're talking about that. So my experience is first of all with the eleventh doctor. It was a funny one because when he. 10th Doctor first regenerated and we saw the 11th Doctor crash in a TARDIS. I was like, oh no, I don't like him. (laughs) Oh Um, no. (laughs) But I remember seeing the 11th Hour for the first time and afterwards I was raving about him. I was like, oh my God, he is amazing. I love him. This is, he's incredible. Why did I ever doubt him? This is fascinating. Um, Okay. Yeah, I was straight into the 11th Doctor. 12th Doctor, yeah, I get you. That first season where he's a bit more... So you can definitely tell he's more curmudgeonly. Um, yes. And a bit more grumpy. And the, the one scene that really, it didn't put me off, but it was it was something that he and the 13th Doctor actually shared. He had, it was, I think it was the Dalek episode where yeah. uh, Clara tells him to get out the cards. And he's, whilst yes. it was a funny scene, I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right to me. The that, the, the Doctor... The doctor not being able to empathize, and um, like
1: you know, it, it was it, very it was different,
0: those it, was, it was very different from the doctors that we've had so far. Although, not you know, we've had doctors in the past that couldn't empathize as much, like it, it comes in swings and roundabouts with then it, it does, like second, it does. The second, second doctor, fifth doctor, um, 10th doctor, I'd say, are good empathizers, and 11th doctor as well. And then you do have those doctors that struggle a bit with more with the empathy, and I yeah. then struggle with those doctors. Yes, I I um, do I do see what you mean. And the thirteenth doctor even had this. A lot of people say that the thirteenth doctor is really empathetic and caring, and I'm like, hmm. But I that there's that episode where Graham's talking about his fear with his cancer diagnosis. Um, yeah, and the doctor kind of I was waiting for the doctor to say something really comforting, and she says. Oh, can you pretend that I said something really comforting here and like reassured you, and then awkward? And she was like, "Oh, I'm socially awkward. Sorry."
1: Um, yes, and I'm like, I have
0: problems with that as well. Yeah, I'm like it. It just missed a it missed a beat for me. Like yes, and um, yeah. Whenever I see people describe, I I love Jodie Whittaker, by the way. Like I, I love her. Doctor. Oh, same. same. Um, and I love like how bright and fun she can be. Yeah, when someone said that she's empathetic, it just that's the first scene that comes into my head. I'm like, oh, is she empathetic or is she Awkward fun? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I know what you th-
0: mean. Th- those two moments in particular, Jack, Um I get what you mean in series nine, when Peter Capaldi's doctor starts to, you know, wear the sunglasses and rock out on the guitar a bit more, and that then see him, series ten where he gets Bill he mellows out and yeah, definitely gets better. Yes. So I, yes.
1: I see what you mean about it those yeah. episodes being dark. So yeah, um, they are dark. Don't get me wrong. They, they are good. I, I watched them on a fairly recent rewatch. And I really enjoyed watching them. But to this day, like, okay, I now, I think now I've finally got to the point where I remember what the three words are. Dark water and death in heaven. Um, because for the longest time I couldn't remember what they were, and every time they came on the screen I was like, "Oh yes, it's that. It's don't cremate me," and that is hor- what a horrific idea, what an absolutely scary horrific idea, and yeah. um, and the fact that I mean I have a I quite liked I quite liked Danny Pink, or more that yeah. I quite liked that Clara had this other life that we were actually seeing, um,
0: and yeah, her so trying was to final... balance
1: the two. I, I quite liked that. Um, but I had know that. Life. She did, and some people didn't like it and didn't like him. And I do understand the complaints, but um, and the fact that he just died in the first episode like that, yeah. we didn't, and I, it was it was horrible, was it, it came cheap? out of nowhere. It was cheap, and then but then I also did really like the scene when she was trying to throw the key, she threw the keys into that volcano that wasn't actually yeah. happening, but that was the length that she was prepared to go to to save yeah. him. And, and yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there, um i think, uh, it I think it's a, I think it's around. a grower i think it's a grower you know i think it's becoming uh, i'm I'm liking it a lot more as i watch it but it does need to be rewatched to be appreciated i think yeah definitely yeah and that's and just think... your um that's just your honorable mention we haven't even got to the best one yet or the worst one I fascinating
0: know. i was gonna say just one honorable mention which i hadn't even written down but just occurred to me um and I just wonder I haven't really gone back and watched much, but I've watched the you will know the scene that I'm talking about when I say it, but the the zygon inversion zygon invasion yes, yes um, I know in series nine yeah, yeah, and I know that it that one it was a very good episode and it was very it was kind of very clear allegory of what was going on in the world with the refugee crisis and yes, everything like that, and the kind of polarization happening and but it doesn't take away from that. Whole scene with Peter Capat, like that was him at his acting best. Oh, um, uh, that speech, shivers. Yeah, um, the way that he delivers that again, kind of very similar to the Ninth Doctor, where like you could feel the age of the Doctor and the yes, the the, the trauma that he's been through in his life, um, and you, you felt the weight of all the decisions that the Doctors had to make over the. Over the years, um, yeah, and that almost kind of actually,
1: um, in, in relation to what you were saying about the the series eight, 12th Doctor, where he was very having to have the cards and grumpy and having to learn about humanity again, uh, yeah. and almost the 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 weight that you're you're expressing there, but what you're saying, about, um, about what he's been through, kind of justify why he was the way he was in series eight, yeah. Because he has mm. so much weight on his shoulders and his life and all the lifetimes he's lived that I wonder if you would kind of forget to care about the people, which is kind of what um, me, a shielder, goes through. You know, she her brain can't mm. hold all those memories and all those feelings, so she has to just look at the bigger picture and I guess it must be very. I think that that's probably the easy route, and the more difficult route is for the doctor to actually remember, to feel, and have empathy, and that's probably the hardest part. Yeah, and I think
0: it's um, it's it, it's becoming challenging. I think for because you get a lot of new doctors now, and. I think one of the challenging things that they have to take on, especially the younger Doctors, like the 11th Doctor and the 13th Doctor, and Shooter Gatwell is probably going to have to do the same. But yes. you're playing a character that's older than, like, William Hartnell and Patrick Troughton and Pertwee. And you always yeah. have to remember, like, William Hartnell, was, as the first Doctor, is the youngest Doctor. <laughs> yeah. It's the youngest the Doctor's been. It's the youngest, yes. And I you look at the to- way
1: he was. Look at yeah, his characterization, definitely. he was a kind of a grumpy old man as well, wasn't he? yeah, and um but a bit mischievous
0: as well. mischievous Thanks. had a twinkle in his eye, didn't he, but he was oh definitely uh, he was definitely a grandfather figure, and then you have to definitely. remember. Like, oh, I don't even know if anyone knows how old the doctor is now because like do you count the I don't whole... think we do do you count the whole hell bent him being trapped for four billion years in the pocket universe?
1: I think I in think. my head I kind of do, right. But I'm not sure whether we're supposed to. I I, I think I don't know whether they have an age anymore.
0: No, I think, mm. yeah. Kind of lost. Anyway, anyway,
1: yes. Let's let's move on to your your dad of the Capaldi era. My dad, I've got two. So
0: okay, in the forest of the night. In the forest of the night. Oh. Yes, so they wake up and London's covered in a forest. And um, yes. My main complaint with this is that the sound was really bad and I didn't hear a single word that was said in this episode pretty much. Oh, really? Yeah, the sound was really off. I don't know if it was what I was watching it on, but um, coupled with the fact that it was a boring episode in my opinion, um, nothing... It was... I can't even remember what happened. Oh, they set fire to the forest, didn't they?
1: I think the the forest sprung up to save the earth from a solar flare, oh, that was and it. and because so all the oxygen would burn off, and then the the trees would then disappear, and then, and then our life could return to normal. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and again, you had the troublesome child actor in it, and yes, like and yeah. It's, and, it's just. And...
1: It was the one episode leading into the, the the finale, which was really dark.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just it, didn't.
1: It just, I, it just didn't have didn't... the right tone, did it? No, or perhaps the wrong placement in the season. Perhaps if it had come earlier on, it might have been a bit more well received. But still, I just don't think it was. And then that, that and how the the missing girl appeared in the hedge at the end. I'm not entirely sure how that even happened. Now. Yeah, it a did.
0: Memory
1: to me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like she's the, the, the main little the girl is. That she lost her sister. Her sister is lost, and yeah. and that's put that she's looking for her, and she 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 wants to believe that she's still out there and still okay. Whereas all the adults around her are sort of saying, "No, she's gone. You know, we have to kind of let her go." And then she appears in a hedge. You know, a bit like what? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Didn't we
0: think in Clara jealousy storyline? Slightly, I think slightly Slightly, yeah they, yeah they did a bit of a falling out on that episode as well And yes. when it comes to that kind of relationship conflict I'm not not really here for it <laughs> I know what you mean I know what um, you mean I, I suppose it's been done before In Doctor Who, Mickey and Rose as well So
1: you kind yes. of,
0: it, it makes sense to have it But we have seen it before So is there anything new that you can take that
1: I think it, you're right It's, it's, it's a, quite a weak episode isn't it yeah. I think it's a very skippable one.
0: My other yeah. one was um, "Sleep No More," but again, oh, surprise, where...
1: surprise! "Sleep No yeah. More." <laughs>
0: <laughs> again, that was it. Was one of those? I'm not a fan of Mark Gatiss episodes. I, I know I said that earlier as well. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the episodes he writes. This one, it was, it was that one. There, were, there were two singular episodes that season weren't there. I can't remember the other one. That's right. Um... Is it just face the raven
1: that comes out straight after it? I think it might oh, be was it? because the rest of them are linked. Yeah, it's 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 sleep no more, face the raven, heaven sent, hell bent.
0: Yeah. So the yeah, it's these two. Literally, the only thing I remember about sleep no more was that they had the Sandman by the Cordettes
1: <laughs> in the episode. They that's, did, that's,
0: and it was some sort of like story about capitalism, which is an interesting story about like capitalism. Meaning that you don't have to sleep and you can just keep working.
1: Yes, that Um, was quite interesting. I agree with you. Interesting Um, premise, but the kind of the world they lived in, the time they lived in, was quite an interesting time. And that I like the idea of the found footage. Yes, but the rest of it was very thin, very very thin. Yeah.
0: I just, I just, it was, it was one of those string of episodes where again, I watched once at the time, and it's hard for me to remember back. I just remember, yeah. Underwhelmed. And once
1: again, coming after the Zygon inversion, after that magical Peter Capaldi yeah. performance,
0: and you just think, oh. I know. They, they switched up the format, and it just maybe didn't work yeah. for
1: them. Yeah, I time. agree. I agree. Okay, so let's talk okay. about your Capaldi um, stud episode then. What have you gone for as your, as your best of the 12th Doctor?
0: I have gone for a Bill episode. I've gone for World Enough on Time, Doctor Falls. So that's oh and yes. This week I've been re-watching there's a there's a season of Doctor Who in The Third Doctor's Reign where the Master's first introduced. That entire yes. season where the master's introduced is a master episode. Um right. So like every every single episode that season, the master pops up, and um there's a few episodes in that where um, the Master tries to come up with this cunning plan kind of foiled and has to work with the doctor right and I really enjoy those kind of like where the master has to work with the doctor yes and it's kind of like I can see parts of that in the Missy episode too where or in that episode where the Missy is trying to trying to save this um Go through the redemption arc, and
1: yes, it's, it's there is a redemption arc, and there's also well, there's there's a kind of a sort of redemption arc, isn't there? And there's the, there's this yeah. idea where Missy has to do what she has to do to try and get, to try and survive the moment with the Doctor, so they 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 are aligned in what they need to do in that in that time, but then of course with the um, reveal of John Simms' return. And then yeah. Missy reverting back because she's like, well, I can now I can su- now I can survive by being by myself, like as in by my other self. <laughs> um and, and she switches allegiances, doesn't she? Um, or we think she does and then she might not. it's still kind of ambiguous actually, isn't it, where her loyalty lied in that whole situation. Yeah.
0: It, it was it was really interesting and interesting Um because we've never really had a, we had loads of like doctor and doctor episodes. Yes, um, but more, more multi-masters. More yeah. Yes. It's really interesting. Like Because they would, obviously they would be chaotic when you introduced them to masters. Oh, my. Very out for each other. Um, I um, think one
1: of the main sad things is, though, that the John Sim reveal was actually in a trailer. Like, it was shown in the trailer at the beginning of the season, and then um, before this episode actually aired, it was it was shown. So we knew he was coming back. And I, I, I just think, oh would, that had, was
0: so sad. It was. And I actually forgot. <laughs> I actually did forget. And I was like, I was a wee bit surprised. I was like, oh, there's
1: time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And no, that's like, cool.
0: Okay. So I did I did get a bit of a surprise, but I did see people's reaction going, Yeah, that was a bit that was a bit rubbish that they revealed yeah. that surprise. Um, yeah. But, but it's a fantastic couple of episodes though, these two. Yeah, so for me the highlight is the whole um the sadness and the darkness of that first episode of it's kind of like Genesis of the Cybermen even though it's not it's not how the Cybermen were originally originally created but it's you know that kind of parallel yes of this is how they would have been created like started and it was so spooky and it made you I know they used the original Cybermen costumes which I think always thought were horrifying they're horrible, people, aren't people, they? People kind of thought before this episode. I think I think the episode did it a lot of justice because I think before this episode, some people thought that first costume was a bit cheap, and you know, okay. and it, it probably was. But um, well, yeah, because <laughs> uh, it was yeah, first doctor. Um, but it really just shows you like, I love the way that they did it gradually, like the cloth mask and then the pipes, and the you're like, ah, oh. yes, it's, it was really clever. Um, and then Bill in the next episode, like Pearl Mackey's acting in that, where she's the Cyberman, and, but she sees herself as herself. Um, I thought that was a really good, really good strong really thing. And having like, multi- multiple different Cybermen as well, depending on the evolution of them. I, I, yes. I thought that the concept of the ship going towards the black hole and being like, that if you went down the ship, you're faster going down the ship than you are going back up it. And Yes, the time,
1: the gravity, isn't it? To the actual time. Yeah, oh. So, so it's good. good concepts.
0: Um, yes. The one problem that I have, which I think a lot of people have, is the kind of similarities between building it. Was that it? Yes. In that like, Clara died, but then technically didn't die. And then Bill died, but kind of didn't die and went off into time and space with her paddle girlfriend. Yes, it is. Yes, it's very similar, isn't it? I, I wanted justice for Bill. And it's kind of like, I, I want Bill back. Oh, um, so do I so much. I, I liked I liked her story in that episode. But yeah, where she went, I think the ending was a bit weak for her. It was. Um,
1: and But then on the contrary... If this had been Peter Capaldi's regeneration story, I think it would have been brilliant. <laughs> I think it, it's Definitely. already fantastic, but if this had been... If at that point he did regenerate and, and that was where he changed, then that would have been just phenomenal. But of course, we um, understand why the next episode happened, and et cetera. That's kind of a conversation for another day, I guess. But it, it's I just... Mean, Oh, it would have just been an in- an
0: incredible way to go out. Yes, definitely, It was epic. The multi master, you had multiple Cybermen. Really good concepts. Still leaving that would have been a perfect, perfect And ending. just the
1: way the way as well that Missy sort of um does stab herself in the back, <laughs> you know, yes. and and how and I just thought that was all just f- fantastic as well, and it's just. Whenever I get to the end of series ten, I'm always so gutted that it's over. I always get to that point and think, "No, I need twelve. I need Missy. I need Bill. I I, I want more." And I'm like, "No, please don't go." And then they all go. And you're like,
0: "Oh, maybe Russell T. Davis will bring back Bill. I hope so." Give that would be
1: marvelous, wouldn't it? That would be marvelous. I'd love yeah. that. Okay. oh fantastic good choices good choices so now we move on to um one of my other favorite eras of the show this is the 13th doctor i am really intrigued to see what you choose for your uh honorable mentions for number
0: 13 okay number 13 yeah so 13 i think i think people would agree there was a bit of inconsistency with it so you did have really really good episodes and then some weaker episodes so yes um but overall jodie whittaker herself 13th doctor herself, great doctor um i yeah really enjoyed her as a doctor um i thought she brought such light to the show and you know it's one of those things where you see jodie whittaker smile and you smile too you do you can't help it yeah she has that smile that kind of like 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 when she gets like a custard cream out at her Tardis, you're like, Ugh. oh yes, I feel that happiness with you. Yes, hundred percent. So I think, um, in terms of honourable mentions, I think I'm going to jump straight to the last, and that's Power of the Doctor, because um, it was just fun. It was chaotic. It was a lot.
1: <laughs> they it threw was a out. lot.
0: They threw. They just decided. You know what? Let's just throw everything at that episode. And like, usually I'd be like, oh, maybe that's a bit too much. But I thought, no. I, I loved the surprises that we got in episode. I so I knew that Tegan and Ace were in it, obviously, because they were in all the promos. Yeah. I loved seeing I loved seeing Tegan and Ace because Tegan and Ace were my favourite companions from Classic Who. Um, oh, cool. So again to see them again was fantastic. Um and especially like Ace as well didn't really get much of a didn't get a send off either. She got ex- she got a send off in extended yeah? And right, so obviously Doctor Who was cancelled. Was cancelled. Yes, I think extended media did give her like a bit of backstory, but these these are the first episodes I saw. And um, Tegan, when we when Tegan first gets introduced to the Master, um, she's getting ready for a day of work. She's just got a job as an air hostess. She's on her way to the airport with her auntie. Her auntie's given her a lift, and they get a flat tire. And what happens is, and um, you probably saw I had that flat tire last month and I... did. Oh, that you did? Just lives. Yes, you that, did. That scene lives in my head, free because I always think about <laughs> them getting that flat tire. And Deacon gets the flat tire and just so happens that in that lay-by is the police box and she, she stumbles into the police box and uh... the rest is history. But meanwhile, the master turns up in that same lay-by, somehow, and he comes across... Tegan's auntie and shrinks her into a doll. You know, those okay. tiny transition. Yes. And I believe that he, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but I, I do remember the master makes reference to her auntie. He does. Yes, and, he definitely and does. To, and it, it's just a nod to that. And then also the, the really fun nod to the fact that um, there's this complicated storyline called Survival, um, which involves the cheetah planet and the master turned himself into this cheetah person, half cheetah person. I've seen pictures of this, but I haven't actually seen the episode. Yeah, I don't know if it explains how it happens, but it's something to do with the planet itself, I think. And um, it's a you've got this race of cheetah people, and you just feel feel the energy inside you. And Doctor Who kind of at that point became very confusing, and you were kind of going. yeah. I'll just take. I'll. I'll take. Just, the just, for it. Do, He's a yeah, just accept now. it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we've spoken about. There's an episode in that season, the seventh it called Ghostlight, and I've seen Ghostlight. Yes, you've seen Ghostlight. Yeah. Did you follow yes. it?
1: <laughs> um, I'll be honest, no. But mm-hmm. then when I think between uh you and Ben and some of the other bad wolves, when you explained it to me, I was like, right. So I feel like if I watched it again now. I would understand it
0: and probably appreciate it a bit more. It's one of those ones you have to watch like a hundred times to get the point of it, and you have to yes. be watching so intently. Um, yes, and a few a few episodes that season were a bit like that. So survivalism, right. and Ace as well turns into a cat person, or like oh. her eyes kind of flash. Kind of, she has oh. that spirit inside her, and she oh, has okay. a wee bit. She has a wee bit of um, a relationship with one of the cheetah people as well that she helped Careful as well. But, interesting, um, female as well. So that's that's interesting oh, too. It was kind of like hint, hinted queer representation at the time.
1: Oh, okay, I like um, it.
0: I think they made an odd to that again in uh, Power of the Doctor. Like um, Ace says, like, "Oh, the last time I saw you, you were a cat, or something like that." Yes, yes. <laughs> so that was that's... full of all these little Easter eggs, wasn't it? About the pats? I love that. Definitely, and then to top that all off uh, there's so many things to talk about but uh, I didn't expect the Doctors to all make a cameo No, that, that was such a shock Like getting the 8th Doctor especially into a Doctor Who episode as well I'm like oh my god the 8th Doctor back in, I know he had the night the Doctor yes but, but, but that's him, all he's Sebastian... had yeah him, Sebastian McCoy um, and uh, Colin Baker haven't returned to the main series no. Um uh Peter Davidson had that very brief mini episode uh, with Children in Need mini yes. absolutely, yeah. Yes. Which was good, um, you know, that was yeah. cool. And David Bradley had um that whole episode with the Twelfth Doctor.
1: Yes, exactly. Twice, twice, it was twice actually, actually
0: It's actually lovely to see him back. Yeah, I like that. I, it's,
1: it's a it's, great episode to be fair. It's a, it was a really it's a, it, there is a lot going on, like you said, and there's a lot of, um, there's a, a lot, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot kind of criticised, but a lot to love as well. And I think that the, I think if you go with your, your heart and you just think about what, if you enjoyed it and all those wonderful character moments, um, yeah. especially as a nod to the old series as well. I think it was just a really great um, special,
0: it was a really great film really, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'll just say very quick um, honorable mentions in that episode Yes, itself. please do. Like, Fifth Doctor and Tegan, Seventh Doctor and Ace, getting their moments as well. Brought a oh. tear to my eye. Oh, Rescuted. me too. When I haven't seen them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it 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 just felt like closure because again, like I said, the classic companions didn't get too much of a storyline. Like T- Tegan just kind of left one day. She, yeah, well. Her her exit was emotional. Like there was a Dalek episode. There was pretty much every single person in that episode died. It was a high body count. And Tegan as a character just kind of said, "Doctor, it's not fun anymore. Everyone's just dying. Um, I'm, I'm not coming with you. I'm going." And she just like runs off. And doctor's like, no wait, Tegan, no, leave, not like this. And that's it. um, Wow. And it was a really quite emotional. Like I've, I've had enough of the death. It's not fun. We used to just adventure. Yeah. Um, oh, and so how they... fantastic for character to have that moment back then. Yeah,
1: now, definitely.
0: Yeah. And it, and again because Ace never got never got a goodbye. No. And never got that moment. So that was a lovely scene. Um, it was lovely. The master doing Rasputin, amazing. Fantastic. Say no and, more. Uh, yes, and also. Um, just the, the regeneration scene itself. Beautiful. Absolutely. Oh, stunning. Absolutely beautiful. And all the companions at the end. Sorry,
1: uh, I keep going. Oh, I know. No, but it's great, isn't it? It really, it brought a tear to my eye. Oh, it was so good. Especially that they got Ian back. Like, they've eight it now. Yeah. It's still going. Hasn't he, like, won a, isn't that like a Guinness World Record of somebody playing a character? It like, has. I'm coming back yeah. to play the same role. Yeah, the longest, the longest time between. That's amazing! Absolutely amazing!
0: Oh, and love it. So yeah, sorry, I was waxing lyrical about that. My, I'll quickly say just another honourable mention is the demons of Punjab. Just beautiful oh, yeah. um, great and episode. great episode. Again, I love the con. I love it when monsters don't be monsters. Yes, I know. I, I think that season in particular got a lot of stick because a lot of people were moaning about the fact that. The aliens weren't the monsters, but the humans were. Um, yes, and they were kind of like, "Oh, look at it you're making the you're making men the enemy." And it's kind of like, "Well, when you talk well, about like, look around, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly." Oh, um, but again, I just thought that undercut by the like. I know Murray Gold was fantastic, and then Murray Gold. And I, I just want to shout out to the um, the other guy. I can't remember his name. A second. Um, Akinola. Akin- Akinola Akinola Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um he d- even though his score was like very different from Murray Gold the way he did the demons of the punjab with kind of more um like authentic music to yes like, yes the punjab i thought that was really beautiful it was it was actually
1: his scores are fantastic they're just different yeah. to Murray they're Gold just they're, then, they're, Yeah, they are so
0: good they're atmospheric rather than very like, in, not in your face, but you know what I mean. Murray Gold was like, yeah. there. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Almost a character in, itse- in itself in the scene as well. Yes. Yeah.
1: Cool. Okay, let's talk about then the dad of the
0: thirteenth Doctor era. The dad. Um, my dad is orphan fifty-five. Okay, tell me why. Um, I, it was again one of I think one of those episodes where I just didn't connect with any of the characters in it. Um, if I'm remembering right, so this is again I've only watched it at the time, but this wasn't this one was the one where they're kind of on a resort, aren't they, in a hotel? Yes. But the hotel's yes. on a like apocalyptic earth where yes. it's been ravaged by climate change. Yes, that's all I can really remember about the episode. But I just remember not really enjoying it that much, and you know? it was just. Again, the vibes would just felt a bit off.
1: Um there was, It's there a was some... weird
0: one, Orphan Fifty Five,
1: because for me in in the subsequent rewatches, because I've I, I've gone a bit mad on the 13th Doctor Era and I've rewatched it several times. And when I watched Orphan Fifty Five, it is not as bad as what I think the general opinion of it is. It's okay. very fast-paced, and it does start straight away, and it's all a bit wild and wacky. But I don't think it's more wild and w- wacky than, like, The End of the World was in Series 1. I think yeah. it's just it's just as wild. Um, and the the kind of political message, then, to the people of Earth now to, like, wake up and see what we're doing to the planet... Like that message has been littered through Doctor Who History anyway. I don't think yeah. it's particularly preachy, but I can understand why like from the second they land on that planet and then and then get get to the end, it's like they don't breathe there's no there's no room to breathe if it had, if it had had maybe like a quarter of an hour extra to sort of familiarize yourself a bit more with the characters and the location and have a bit more character building, I think it would thrive. But yeah. it's just didn't have that. So I understand the criticisms, but I I'm I'm a bit of a I think I will defend Orphan fifty five to people now. I think that's
0: where I fall. Okay. I think hmm. um, I think with Autumn fifty five, it it wasn't so much that I'm not in that camp of I found it preachy because um, yes. I thought it was an important episode. And like if we had if we had explored like classic Who as well, um there's a third Doctor episode that's my stud, um, which is called the Green Death. And I love The Green of, Death. I love The one. Green Death so much. Yeah, I love yeah, it. But that's a very environmental episode as well. It is. Uh, it is. Was, they did a lot of environmental episodes at the time as well. Um, it, yeah, it was just more... It's, it's kind of sad, actually, isn't it? The fact that that was an environmental episode from 1972, and we're still having to make environmental episodes. Of course we are. I, yeah. don't, I think we always will, to be honest. But, yeah...
1: Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. so No, but I I understand why you feel like the way you do about All from Fifty Five.
0: Yeah, I think it was just one of those ones that in the moment I didn't find entertaining. Also, the wigs were awful. Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) The wigs
0: There was was a guy there was a guy in a blue wig.
1: Um Oh it was no I think it's green, but yes, I know, yes. Again, it's just a white and he had a son, didn't he? I can't remember their names, but yeah. There's nothing, sorry. And there was a person no. with a tail. Oh yes, yes,
0: yes. She I understand. It. I do
1: get it. You're piecing it together. It sounds insane, but yeah, I think that I'd actually be really interested to hear what you think if you rewatched, re-watched it. it. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on then to your stud
0: for the thirteenth doctor. Okay, my stud. And um, we were talking in the twelfth doctor about the fact that. They spoiled the surprise of John Sim coming back, and let me say, I was one of the people who were was absolutely gobsmacked at Spyful when they introduced the Master. Like, yes, end scene of uh, I thought, first of all, Spyfall was so fast-paced and so like energetic, and the Doctor's like starting to cotton on, going, "Wait, hold on, none of this is making sense." And then the the character the Master was playing was kind of. like oh yes come on doctor keep up um oh it was so good it was that reveal of like wait hold on you you said you're a master swimmer well no no master uh, runner or something like that runner yes yeah yeah, yeah. oh dear the cat's out of the bag oh well i did say look for the spy master and that moment because you knew it was one of those lines where you know exactly the words he's about to say and you click it just like the second before he says it. You're like, yes, oh my God. just before. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, he's going to say it. And then that reveal was so well done, like masterfully masterfully done. Masterfully done. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I oh, like
1: that. That was <laughs> oh, <it's> unintentional. <laughs> oh, I love but, that. No, but you're right. And, it, and it's actually
0: a really good series opener as well for that was. series. And I felt like that cliffhanger as well of and the crane, the the plane crashing again was a very strong, one of the stronger cliffhangers. That's it, That season, I think, was fairly strong as well. Um, I think I need to yeah. go back and need to go back and like rewatch them, as you say, because I think when it gets to twelfth like, doctor and thirteenth doctor, I've only seen it when the episodes came out, and I have. Wow. Watched, yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. I think I maybe I'm leaving some time
1: to go back and watch them. That's cool. That would be really cool. No, it's then, really good. And actually, um, Sasha Duan's performance, like he really yes. did, like he stole the show, didn't he? Um, he and, did. and then as the master in the second part as well, you were
0: like, Ooh, "He has got this." He was he was a phenomenal master. Like like picking up for Missy, Missy had such a strong performance as well. Um, yeah, the fact that he picked up that character and still was on her level. That the one criticism that I'd have, and it's not on him, but it's maybe on him and Jodie together. It's not that they didn't have chemistry together, but I always found Jodie's doctor went very quiet around the master. Like the master would go off on his monologue and, go, like, have his fantastic scenes, and the, the doctor didn't really react strongly to him. That's interesting. I I I, I felt she was a bit, not submissive, but passive, is that the right word? Um, Yeah,
1: perhaps passive. Yeah, perhaps because he was so overtly strong in that moment.
0: Yeah, but I found out in in other episodes that he featured in in that series as well, especially when he had the Cybermen at the end of that series as well, the Cybermasters
1: yeah i think as well he was a bit like mr exposition wasn't he he was yeah. having to come on and say explain everything and then she had to react to it
0: yes yeah I, I see what you mean it, it i i just kind of wish that she had a bit more oomph back to him you know but i feel i feel like there's some something slightly missing in their relationship together interesting yeah.
1: I wish to explore this more in another conversation, but I want you to watch them again first.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. I would. So <laughs> no, uh, that's yeah. cool. Good chemi- choice. They definitely had chemistry, but just it's just that like I just wanted that one moment of like her getting angry back at him. And... <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's not her. Yeah.
1: Maybe, you're right, maybe that's not her because the anger isn't always there with her, Doctor. No. Oh, interesting. Oh good choice though spyfall part 1 and 2 fair play oh alex thank you so much for chatting with me today on this podcast it's been really really fun i've loved hearing your answers it's been really good i really appreciate all the work you put in as well to actually go into um, think about them um, absolutely. hopefully i can uh, hopefully i can lure you back for more episodes where we can chat about more doctor who i would love that
0: absolutely love that so where can people find you online Oh, and um, people can find me online. They can find me online with my Instagram. But the problem with my Instagram is I can never remember how to pronounce my own username. <laughs> 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 like, Shall I link it? I'll link it in the show. Yeah, link it. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those ones. It's it's Gaelic and it's Gaelic for like druid, um, and or oh, Gaelic for wizard, and. It's one of those ones where I could attempt to pronounce it, but I. whenever I like ask Siri to check notifications, Siri doesn't know how to pronounce it. So she always says, Dre would And I, oh, in my head, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's Dre would teach. And then I'm like, no, that's just how Siri No, it's not. It's it. just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, well, I'll link it
1: in the show notes anyway, so people can find you, because you are very good at the social media. I do enjoy your social media presence. Well, thank you very much
0: yeah that's awesome
1: yes. thank you very much for listening to this episode of who gives a flux and you can find me on instagram and twitter at who flux pod so thanks alex you
0: can say goodbye thank you very much goodbye and i look forward to hearing your your options in future as well
1: i'm i'm i will put myself through that pain one day i promise <laughs> <laughs>